G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Since coming out of coming back from New Orleans, how you feeling today, bro? Um, I'm cool. How cool is cool? Shut up. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of A Thousand Jumpers. My co-host is my bro since tenth grade. Goes by the name of Rob, Bobby G. Bobby, mm-hmm. Black Rob, that dude with three first names. He got other nicknames that he don't want me to mention, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and me, man, um, Jarrell, a.k.a. Dapper J, a.k.a. Dap. We're just going to keep it those three. I'm not going to say what I usually say so Rob can finally be like, yes, he matured. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, welcome to 1,000 Jumpers. You know, go hit. Like, subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So stream us wherever your heart desires. Leave comments. Ladies, tell all your friends. Fellas, tell all your homeboys. And, yeah, let's, let's make this go. We got to get our numbers back. I looked at the list. We got, like, 400 plays, bro. It was at 10K at one point. We got to get our numbers back. <laughs> the slow grind of greatness. But um, I'm trying to see where do we begin. It's been so much since we last spoke on the podcast. I don't remember the last time we did a podcast. See, we got to keep doing it. I think now we got to just go back in the the mode of doing it every week, or at least uh, try to. Either we make every week, or we definitely do every two weeks. No hassle, no anything. So I guess I'll start things off, Rob. You got to go to New Orleans one day. New Orleans is a beautiful city. Shout out Troy from New Orleans. Uh, I understand, you know, why you love New Orleans so much. Like, New Orleans is a great city. Went down there for NABJ. For those who may not know what that is, that's National Association of Black Journalists. Convention last year was in D.C. And I had a heck of a time. So, paid that money. Because I feel like last year, even though I learned a lot and... I made a lot of networking moves. It was in my comfort zone. Because at the end of the day, after I left the convention, I went home. See what I'm saying? But this time, it's, yo, I'm taking the days off. I'm I'm taking this flight to New Orleans. Getting a, mm-hmm. a hotel with K-Dub. And we're going to make this work. We're going to get these jobs. We're going to get paid. Secure the bag. That's the, that's the goal. 
<laughs> so I got to the airport. Uh, I ran into a homegirl I knew. Um, I was in Houston, a, a layover for like two hours. I was like, yo, I'm in H-Town. Like, feels good to be back in the H. It's been like 13 years, 14 years. Nah, it's, it's been like three, four years since you've been in H-Town. Yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'm so glad no one listening to this knows what he just said. I'm going to let that one go. But yeah, shout out Houston. I was there for a little bit. Then I went to New Orleans. Uh, got to the the hotel. Kate and I checked into our room. Then we were just on moves, bro. Uh, <laughs> the funniest thing I'm gonna tell this story. Kate, if you ever listened to it, I had to, man. You'll give me back later. So it's grand opening party, right? So grand opening, they had the band. So you know, New Orleans is all about the jazz music. So everyone's jamming. Recording music, recording and whatnot, and I text my friend Mariah, shout out Mariah, and uh, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I'm here. Where you at? I'm, like, I'm here. We're gonna link up." So <laughs> Mariah spots K-Dub and Steph, and Rob, I'm telling you, she make a beeline dash. Like, oh my gosh, she's running towards K-Dub, and <laughs> she doesn't see me. Like I'm looking at the band. So she's making this beeline dash to K-Dub. K-Dub has his arms. Like, he's, he's starting to widen his arms so she could, like, run up and get the hug. I turn around last. Rob. It was like she did a Euro step in full speed on some James Harden type stuff. She just, pew, just made a quick direct turn to me and then just jumped on me. And I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh man, that was so crazy. Yeah. I was crazy. So, uh, the one thing I like, I love about NABJ, is a NABJ Rob. The best way to put it, it's like homecoming with more at stake. <laughs> and what I mean, not more at stake, like either pass or fail. Homecoming is like, did you? Is this trip a waste of money or not? Because when I tell you, Rob, there were moves every day. Like afterwards, it's like, yo, you going to that BuzzFeed party? That's a BuzzFeed party? Oh, you ain't get the invite? No, man. Man, I would have <laughs> gave you the invite if you would have asked. How I'm going to ask for something I didn't even know existed. See what I'm saying? So they was giving out free wine. Raw, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I was a little lit. I'm going to lie. Put some wine. Stop. One glass turned into like Just three, retire. four glasses. We didn't eat anything. I'm like, yo, I'm feeling good. Like, we need oh, to stop. Man, it's excuses. You're right. I'm a, I'm a, I own up retire. my truth, bro. I never lie on myself. If I did, my stories wouldn't be as good. <laughs> so, that Wednesday, I didn't do anything. Steph and Kato went to the other party at the casino. They said it was dead. And then they just went to bourbon. So, Thursday, really got to go into career fair. Did my networking. Was running to people. Ran into Sykes. Um, shout out Sykes, man, too. That's that's my boy. And uh ran to him going to different panels. And I don't know, I was just, just kind of networking and doing different things. And it was crazy. So USA Today, excuse me, we met the lady as we were walking to our room Wednesday. She was like, um, she was like, Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, I better stop by USA Today table and ask for me. I was like, All right, I'm gonna do that. So I did it, and she was like, yeah, come to our mixer. So Wednesday's the grand kickoff. 
Thursday is the mixer. So while the mixers, it's like, let's say all these companies are at the fair, right? Each company has their own mixer. So ESPN had a mixer. NFL Network had a mixer. USA Today had a mixer. Toyota had a mixer. CBS, ABC, like each of these individual companies were having mixers. Not to mention Bleacher Report was throwing this party that night. And when this, the exclusive people throw the parties, like BuzzFeed, I later found out, like Rob, I mean, drinks on deck, on the house. So people mm. were getting Henny and Patron for free 99 with like catfish, all that. Yeah, I missed all of that. I loafed. So Detroit, if I go, you stupid. I'm super dumb. And then this Bleacher Report party, not as much food, but still drinks on deck. So Rob, you want free Patron? They were drinking free Patron. I was like, bruh. So Bleach Report is my fault because if we would have left the USA Today party or Mixer and went straight there, we'd probably get in because only 300 capacity. And everyone I knew that was in there said it was lit. So it was my fault because I decided to go back and throw some stuff in the room. We should just kept our stuff. That's my fault. Stupid. Yeah, I'm stupid, dumb. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But instead we went to Bourbon. We got turned. All that good stuff. Mind you, all this is happening. Also trying great food. Popeye's in New Orleans is outstanding. It's magnificent. It is delicious. It is great. It is iconic. <laughs> I can keep going. For all the people that say Bojangles is better, jump off. Like, you're uh, just... I was hearing that Kata was like, man, I give it to him. Like, Popeye's in New Orleans is better. But Bojangles is still a better restaurant. What? No, bro. Stop. Bojangles is only good to people from North Carolina. I guess. <clears throat> and one thing I will say, last year, I'm not even going to lie to you, Rob, I was starstruck. Like, seeing my heroes that up close in person, I was starstruck. <clears throat> this go-round, it was like, yo, what up, homie? Like, w- literally, I was running into Bomani, like, every time. And every time I ran into Bomani, I was just like, yo, what's up? He's like, yeah, what's up, man? <clears throat> I'm like, how you living? I'm good, man. How about you? Can't complain. Good to hear that. And then just went about his business. Funny Bomani story. I'm at the ESPN. This is Friday. I'm jumping days, I know. This is Friday. I'm at the ESPN booth, and we're talking to this, me and this guy named Steve Morrison. He went to A&T. We're talking to this lady. Her name is Amy. And um, we're just talking or whatever. Give her my resume, all that good stuff. And Bomani comes. He's chilling with his headphones on. She was like, hi, what's your name? He's like, oh, Bomani, nice to meet you. And then she's like, um, so what are you interested in? And I kind of <laughs> looked back like, what? And Bomani was like, I work here. Oh, really? What do you do? And I'm like, yo. Yo, that's funny. <laughs> it was crazy. So I thought I was super wild. But yeah, Thursday, oh, shout out Thursday, I interviewed Hill Harper or Jesse interviewed. I did the uh, video work uh, uh, on one of the guys at my Hill job. Hill Harper, like, low-key corny, though. So. Nah, bro, Hill Harper, low-key, like, incredible, bro. <laughs> like, the man was he a renaissance plays man. corny people, bro. Whatever. So, <laughs> interview him, he was really awesome. I love that Grant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna put the link. Shout out Circa for giving me the opportunity. Um, it was cool. So definitely put that link in the bio. Also, Steph and I met LZ uh, Grandison. It was funny 
because Steph and I were talking, and Steph was like, oh, my God, I love you. And I'm like, I know he's not talking to me. Like, what? <laughs> so I look up, and I'm like, oh, snap. Uh, that was like, oh, really? <laughs> if you can see my face right now, Rob, if you can see my face. <laughs> so he was like, I get a lot of reactions. Never, oh, my God, what's going on, bro? And he was like, yo, man, I watch you, like, every day on the way to work. Like, Who is that? Is dude on Sports Nation, guy with the dreads. Oh, with the funny voice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was real cool. Steph was like, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, man. Then I get a picture, right? So I check up the deuce. And then he was like, how you going to check up the deuce and not tell me you're checking up the deuce? I was like, what you mean? You going to put the peace sign up and not tell me? I was like, yeah. Come on, we're supposed to do it together. I was like, all right, we can do it together. Nah, man, the moment's passed, bro. You ruined it. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, man, maybe next time. I was like, dang. All right. See, I told you, man. (laughs) Being corny gets you nowhere. Man, whatever. So (laughs) did that Friday task force party. Um, What else happened? Task force party was dope. Shout out my main man, Johnny Sachs, man. That's that's a real cool dude from here, too, from DMV. But y'all Vegas right now. And um, who else, man? He's like an old Italian drug I'm, dealer. His name is John Saxon, but it's just cool no. calling him Johnny Sax. Like, that's a fire Johnny name, Sachs. bro. Like, that's like a, that's a, a fire name, drug bro. dealer. Johnny Sax. Johnny Sax. <laughs> like, he's a sling crack back in the day. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's wild. But, um, <laughs> and shout out my homegirl Charity. <laughs> he just sniffed him. He said, "Yeah." <laughs> nah, I, he. I don't know him doing that. He went to Morehouse. So shout out Morehouse. Um, yeah, we was at the party at House of Blues. Got to see my man Will. I ain't seen Will in like a year. House of Blues is the equivalent to like the Fillmore. So being in there, it's like, yo, this is a legendary venue. Like a lot of people perform here. And um, you don't say. And it was it was dope. Like the another marching band came out, Stan Barrett. Um he's on stage. Crazy story. So and I told Rob this. He was like, Man, this DJ gotta get like fired or something. And it was two DJs. The first DJ did this. He played uh Bad Girl by Usher. So, you know, girls like, yeah, that me bad girl, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the next song, <laughs> he, like, dropped the snippet. You know when DJs do that transition. He dropped the snippet to the Nisha Remix. Now, people know me. Nisha Remix is one of my favorite songs, like, of all time. It's a song that I sing with my mom a lot. And when we really figured out what it meant, it's like, y'all sing this with my mom. Like, just scumbag. This is terrible. No, she was singing it with me. Like, <laughs> mom, I love you. Um... <laughs> And that's a scumbag. In the back, we thought he just, you know how DJs tease songs and they never play them? But mm-hmm. in the front, according to Mariah, they was like, no, switch the song, don't play him. I was like, dang, man, it's just the R. Kelly. That's crazy. Yeah, we're drawing the line on R. Kelly. Y'all fake. So um, that happened. What else? Oh, yeah, bro. For the culture, man. Gotta twerk the back that ass up in New Orleans. That is the worst phrase of all time. It's a fact. I had to. It's a bucket list goal, man. I'm in New Orleans. I'm in the city. Yo, and they play slow motion, bruh. Bruh. Well, you're in New Orleans. I would think they would play slow motion. Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) You whack, man. 
I just want to say for the record, seeing that slow motion on Insecure and that, it just made me feel a way like, why didn't they play slow motion more at a man? They never really played that. That's a great record, bruh. Like, we only play, like, Juvie got hits. They only play back to that, which is iconic. It needs to be played. Juvie's got mad hits. He's the best hot boy. Uh, there's a guy named Dwayne Michael Carter the second. There's a guy named Terrius, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> who did four million records. Wayne did four million records on what? Carter three, bro. Carter three ain't reached four million. He okay. did, bro. Four times platinum, bro. It's four million records. He did it ten, twenty years ago. So you lost. <laughs> But um yeah man and then Saturday got to explore the city. It was just cool to go through the French Quarter. I got beignets and like Kadeb and Steph. The reason they didn't want to buy it because we were full. Shout out Steph's family. They made gumbo, homemade gumbo, is legendary, bro. That stuff was so great. Then we had croissants. She had tea that was similar to, to the quote unquote dap tea. It's like, bro, this is heaven. Must be like this. I was feeling like um. I can't think of the name of that group, so I'm not even going to go with my analogy, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Ohio players, heaven must be like this. That's how I was feeling. Like, man, this this is this is dope. But yeah, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of turning up, a lot of networking, and made a couple big-time leads. So we're going to see how those play out, you know, send a prayer for your boy. And, yeah, but... As NABJ was happening, there were two big events that took place. First one, we had Amarosa at NABJ. Now, that's kind of uh, why is she here, but she was here for the police brutality panel, and her brother, two of her family members were killed by police. So she had a right to be there. But you know, Trump got mentioned, and everything went south. There was a yelling match, but not necessarily she started, but you know, when you pour gasoline on a fire, it don't get any better. <laughs> and she walked out, and Steph actually bumped into her. I I didn't go to the panel, but shout out Ronell. He hit me. He was like, yo, man, this is going to go viral. Rob, I'm telling you, in like 30 minutes, I'm on Twitter. Huffington Post is already writing think pieces. I'm like, dude, it just happened. How you write a think piece yeah, that man. fast? Yeah, man, you out there missing the action, and you in the city. Damn shame. I mean, I knew what it could have been. I just didn't really care for it, you know? Damn shame. But another thing that was huge, and we could talk about this. I want to hear your take, you in Greensboro. I wake up. I'm like, let me, you know, uh, Bourbon Street was crazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was so burnt out from the party. We went into, like, another bar, and I just fell asleep on the steps, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I fell asleep. I was tired. It was like four in the morning, dog. We've been up since like six. You a hoe, bro. <laughs> no activities. But yeah, I wake up. I'm like, let me check Twitter, see if anyone hit my phone, make sure Isaiah had a good birthday, all the good stuff. And uh-huh. I see Charlottesville. I'm like, Charlottesville? I know Charlottesville. That's where University of Virginia is. It's also where our boy Marcus is staying currently. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, he lives in Charlottesville now. I thought so, he was in Atlanta. He moved. You know how Jerry had a rotational period to go to a different mm-hmm. city? 
He had his rotation. Yeah. It's from Atlanta to Charlottesville. Okay. Yeah, so I see what's going on. I'm like, bro, is this for real? Like, yo, these dudes is wild. So I called Marcus. He don't pick up. But he later told me, like, yo, I'm in North Carolina for the weekend. I was like, cool. You're safe. I got to worry about nothing. But just to see what we were, like, witnessing, we watch MSNBC, CNN, and you turn on Fox News, and they were talking about Islamic terrorism. I'm like, really? This is going on in our backyards? <laughs> and we're talking about Islamic terrorism? The, th- the threat of Islamic terrorism. Not even like, hey, guys, you know, we're in so-and-so country doing this. It was like the possibilities, not the guarantee that's in our backyard. It was crazy to me. Uh, what were your thoughts when you woke up? Because to me, I didn't see if it happened, if it transpired which it did the night before carrying on to the morning of Saturday. I didn't see it. I was too busy on Bourbon Street getting lit. You, however, <laughs> I don't know what you were doing. So what was your take when you saw it? Um, at first, I thought it said Charlotte. So I was like, well, <laughs> I guess it's about that time to take this L. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw Charlottesville and I was like, where the hell is Charlottesville, Virginia? And then someone told me it was like UVA or whatever. I was like, oh, well, no one cares about UVA. But then, I mean, I'm not surprised about, I mean, come on, man. White men be trying to burn shit down for like 400 years. Be. So, you know, I'm not shocked about it. It was crazy, but I mean, come on now. I mean, it's about a matter of time before these things happen. With Trump in office. I mean, I feel you on that. But my thing is, I hate that coward stuff, which a lot of racism is, is a bunch of cowards. You're going to go in a city that's not even predominantly black, that doesn't have many black people, and then just start rioting Friday night, Saturday. What made me mad, they're walking through the streets. They see a black guy in a parking garage and then just stampede him. And if the cameraman doesn't step in, they would have killed that dude. And the cop was there and was just watching it. That's like you watching someone get jumped. And then, like, let's say so-and-so's getting jumped. And you're, and someone we know is part of the fight. And we're like, all right, bro, keep going, bro. Hit him right there, bro. Kick him right there. Like, it was one of those things. And it just made me so upset. But the thing <laughs> is with. <laughs> is that surprising, man? Like, I've seen cops beat people up <laughs> themselves. And other cops be, oh, you know, just chilling. So I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm, I for one, am not surprised. So, but yeah, just to see, and then the fact that the casualty in this situation wasn't a black person, but a white woman. That's what shocked me. I was like, ooh, now we have something. I mean, the only way things are gonna get better is every one of them. If every one of them. And people who think like them die. Until that happens, it's not getting better. So, I mean, so it was, to me, it was very interesting just to see and being around all these journalists. I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. Saturday, Saturday, we're having a pregame for another party. And half the pregame, we're talking about Charlottesville. Charlottesville and Amarosa. This is the most political pregame I've ever been a part of. Like, <laughs> we're drinking and we're talking about political issues on a Saturday I don't night. Know in that, that joint that we had 
in the summertime. Oh. Yeah. July. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't a pre. Well, technically. Uh, uh, yeah, because we went to the cookout later. So, I mean, you could call it a pregame. Touche. All right, you're right. Uh-huh. See, I, I see you, Rob. That's why you my mans, bruh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just really insightful. I mean, like, it's, it's crazy, man. Just to kind of hear those perspectives. And, you know, Trump got on there. Yeah, Trump didn't yeah. condemn him the first 48 hours and then made an impromptu speech. You know, racism is blah, blah, blah. Like, man, get out of here, bro. He just set it off, like, not too long ago, man. So, yeah, it's crazy. Twitter's looking crazy right now. Yeah, man, the stuff was wild. But other than that, uh, NABJ was super dope. One thing, Rob, you'll love. It's one thing to get drunk, Right. We've been drugging PCB. We've been hammered at PCB. But imagine... No, I've been sober and going to church. These guys have been partaking in devilish activities. Are you Carry s- on. <laughs> okay, Rob. We got videos. <laughs> I was I was poisoned. <laughs> but what made this one a game changer, it's one thing that you can drink kind of freely, but... I could come on. I could come with the big gulp cup, right? Have whatever I want in the cup, and then just go to different bars with my cup, and they not ask me to pour it out or throw it away. If anything, if I had a bottle, they'll just say, "Here's the cup." They'll provide you with a cup. Uh, Rob, you had a bottle of Hennessy, sir. Can you put that in a cup and then just drink it? Okay. Here's your cup, sir. Okay. And I'm just walking around, free lick, or well, not free, but if I had a bottle of Hennessy. I you wouldn't make good tell decisions. You what would happen? <laughs> I would. I would offer it to the Lord. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, man. Just so shout out NABJ. Um, it was dope, and prayers to everyone affected by Charlottesville. As for the supremacists, quote unquote, racists, bigots, whatever. Hope y'all burn in hell and get raped by AIDS dicks. Fuck y'all. <laughs> what he said. In lameness terms. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, that's that. So I got a question. My my girl hit me yesterday. We were talking. Dang, you should call the police about that. What? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you wild, bro. <laughs> so she said something that was kind of uh, interesting. She was like, um. She said your dick was small. Sometimes people, women say that when they're angry at you. Bruh, what? <laughs> what? That was hilarious. All right, go ahead. Nah, you just caught me all off guard, bro. <laughs> it's okay, bro. You know. I got to find it. She, she sent me a tweet. We were just like, I got to find this tweet. Do, 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 do. Oh, okay, it said you can have an unlimited amount of what you need to pick. Unlimited amount of sex, love, money, or power. Which one would you choose, bro? Power. And why? Because I can get all of that with power. Um... 
I mean, I feel like you can get all that with money because money is power. Power doesn't necessarily give you money. Not necessarily. Power is not necessarily money. Money is not necessarily power. Prime example, Oprah Winfrey is how rich? She's a billionaire. Because she stopped white supremacy right now. No. Exactly. All right. This is a nice example. Now, which one do you think... I, I mean, I didn't say you were wrong. I just I'm, I'm, the, I'm the best. It's yeah. Okay. okay. See, see, I you even know I was gonna take it that level. <laughs> I bodied that answer. Continue. All right. So, which one do you think I chose? And then I'll tell you. Which one was it? What's the list? Unlimited sex. Power, sex, money, and and love. You probably said love. You're right. Um, ass nigga. And she she was like, of course you would say love because she. You whack as hell. (laughs) She says I'm savvy. I'm telling you guys are kind of similar. It's scary. Sapper J. (laughs) But uh, the reason I chose that, I'm like, man. I mean, sex. No, that's just kind of like, I, I would get bored. I don't know what unlimited sex necessarily means. And I don't know what it means either. But I'm like, like love, I mean... Like, you can just get sex from anybody. <laughs> right. But like, then after a while, you would hit all your, like, favorite women, and then then what? Like... You hit them again. <laughs> calm down now. I mean, you can have fun with unlimited sex. Let's not act stupid here. <laughs> like, let's not say... Let's not look a gift horse in the mouth, okay? Chill out. But I was saying more, more so... From a standpoint of fan limited love, I mean, at the end of the day, I wanna, I wanna go down as like a great, like a, a legend, and, and you could do that with money and power. Don't get me wrong, but I wanna exactly. be able to. There's like, a lot of people who are legends off of power. You're right, but I mean, like off love, like I could singly like legend. change the world through love. Like if I could teach you love. And I can spread it. Died with love. Yeah. Martin Luther King died with love. What did he change? You said who died with love, King? Yeah. And King changed a lot. He changed the mentality, like, of how people were trying to go about things. (laughs) Did he? It's 2017. What just happened? I mean, he gave folks the hope (laughs) necessarily they didn't have, you know? So no, but for real talk, he did a lot. But um, there's a lot of people who died with love. We ain't done who ain't legends, alright. Yeah, I mean that that's true too. Not a lot of powerful people who died ain't legends. That's fair, but I just chose that. I wanted to just sappy. Call me what you want, man. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to ask you that. Uh. We're gonna talk a little music and then we're gonna get into your boy uh Jay Cutler. Yeah, we definitely gotta talk about the goat. No. So I had an interesting debate with a couple of friends. It was about Drake. One shout out Drake, man. Four hundred and thirty weeks on Billboard, streaks finally over. Let's not shout out Drake because um he didn't give us shit. So um Drake, you get no shout out to them. I'm giving Drake a shout out. However, they were talking about Drake and Cuddy's influence. And they was like, Cuddy, you know, doesn't really have influence, which I thought was crazy. 
And then Drake was influenced by 808 and Heartbreaks. And I'm like, what? And then they nerd to say, it was like, prove it. I'll find two articles that proves that, you know, 40 and Drake were like, yo, that reshaped our sound. And he said, just because uh, they were influenced by the production doesn't mean it reshaped the sound. And I'm like, doesn't sound mean the production as well? No, it's two different things. And I was like, all right, um, I'm going to go away. Um, you you spent time wait you wasted time arguing with fools so that's your problem. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm trying to bring that over here. I'm not wasting my time arguing with fools. But yeah, bro, I just thought that was interesting. But what do you think do. that means? I know we've talked on this podcast on and off air about you know Drake's run for for that to finally end. Is that the end of Drake? Um, I think Drake's run shows skill, luck, a lot of um, rap game power, and consistency and know-how. Uh, shout out to Wayne, because without Wayne, there is no Drake run. Weezy F, baby. Shout out to Drake because he definitely sustained the run after the initial bursts was over. So, shout out to him. Uh, I, do I think his? Do I think it's the end of Drake? I mean, I don't know what that even means. So no, I don't. I just don't think he's you know, bulletproof anymore. Well, he hasn't been bulletproof for a while. But what I do think it means, which I predicted that his run is is coming to an end. However, one thing I'm glad is Drake's just quietly. I mean, Drake's still out and about, but he's not really doing anything, which is what I like. He had records he put out. They didn't do it. They didn't gain traction. The record offset is blah to the maxes. And um, he dropped whack records. Who? uh, What else record? Signs is okay. Garbage. And there's nothing that has staying power, which for the first time in a long time, that's that's happening. So I just need Drake to just kind of go away. Do what you did when Take Care came out. And nothing was the same. You just went away for months. And it was like, dang, where Drake at? And then just appear and then just drop fire, bro. Like That's that's what I want. I don't think that's going to happen. But, um, that's all I want, bro. Drake dropped fire. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> you're a hater, bro. That mixtape was fire. That gets no play right now. You don't play Wednesday Night Interlude, bro? No. You should, uh, bro. I don't play. Only thing I might play, I think, is Legend. And I haven't played that in a little while, but I like this song still. Shout out to the sample. Now and Forever, bro? Fire. Bruh. Don't play none of them drinks. So that's not You the and point. the Six? Fire. Bruh. Definitely not. Having conversations that. with Mama. I don't even 6 know. 6 p.m. in New York? Fire. That wasn't even fire. It was fire, bruh. Are you serious? It was the wackest timestamp. No, it wasn't. What's wackest? I gotta think. This is not a bad timestamp. Bro, you whack. Whack is what? It's 9 a.m., 5 a.m. It sounds good. People think 5 a.m. is the best rap, Drake rap record ever. I think it was good. It was great. I'll never forget where I was when I heard it. It was good. 9 a.m. is better. 
I agree. Nah, I'm more of a 9 a.m. person. What, uh, what's the other one? 9, 5, 6, and what else? What, 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. In Calabasas. That, was, that wasn't even dope, though. That was dope. And nah, then technically... Didn't he, didn't he try to diss Diddy? Yeah, he basically yeah, just that dissed... Was, that was whack, because Diddy did 7 million in one album, so you lost. <laughs> That's whack. Drake's run ain't Diddy's run. I mean, if but then Diddy's run isn't. I don't know because they're two completely Diddy's different run is categories. Than everybody off of Cash Money's run. What's your point? <laughs> you lost. I wasn't trying to win in that argument, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying Diddy's the goat, so you lost. Yo, you he see, only got better ghostwriters than Diddy. <laughs> chill. You see, uh. <laughs> Dave Chappelle me Dylon, bro. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> That's fire, bro. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Did Dylon ever do anything in his career? Nope. But apparently, still spits hot fire. Haram dum ting, haram dum. Yeah, that is ass. That stuff crazy. <laughs> but um, what else? Before we get in the boy. Yo, let's. It is the thousand jumpers. We gotta talk a little basketball. Um, Dante Jones, that freaking bum, had nerve to say Steph. A bum. He's a super I bum. Mean, One, he's a Duke Blue Devil bum, and two, I just never liked Dante Jones. He what is he? No, nope, he hasn't even done anything good enough in the NBA to not to, for you not to like him. You're right. He got a technical <laughs> foul while being on the bench in the NBA Finals game. He's a bum. Right. What did like what? How do you not like Dante Jones? What did he do to you? He went the Duke. That's what he did to me. Okay, a lot of people went to Duke. What's your point? And you hate everybody that went to Duke. Shane Battier. I didn't, dude. We should have went back to back titles, bro. Luau Dang. (laughs) I don't hate Luau. Luau's cool. Exactly. You hate Grant Hill? No, I don't hate Grant Hill. Christian Leitner. Why do I? Why would I like Christian Leitner? Okay, I mean, I'm a Christian Leitner fan. He sucked with the Wizards, bro. I don't like Christian Leitner. Well, he definitely was in buckets, and that was more Michael Jordan's fault because he drafted to call him Brown. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm saying, you don't, you don't hate every Duke player. You hate Elton Brand? No, no. I never hate Elton Brand. Okay, then. so, like, you, why you hate Dante Jones? He hasn't done anything. Didn't he? I think Dante Jones was on that what O nine team. He actually won it. He was on no the twenty ten team. I feel like the Nuggets team. Who? Oh, you think he was at Duke in twenty ten? I don't care about Dante Jones enough. (laughs) He ain't no no damn Duke at twenty. That would mean he came in the league with John Wall. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. He did not. He didn't. He's been in the league for like 15 years. Bro. And been a bum the whole time. Anyway. Actually, he was a solid defender. <laughs> and could hit three-pointers. He so. had no burn in the NBA Finals, bruh. Okay, he's 40 years old. You have no burn in the NBA Finals, and you're 24. I'm not in the league. or <laughs> on the Cavs slash okay, Warriors. Okay, so you lost. <laughs> anyway, he said Steph Curry, and I know you're very critical of Steph. He said he's not a top 10 player. Do you agree? Well, depends on your criteria. Top ten player right now. What is what criteria does that like, mean? If you not, it depends because I mean, there's a lot of people. I'm not gonna say he's not top ten. 
Hey man, I just saw multiple NBA players say Kobe's better than LeBron. So what am I supposed to say? I had that debate at work today. He was like Kobe or LeBron. One of my coworkers, I'm like, this point is LeBron, bro. How's LeBron? Like, how's LeBron three and five in the finals in the East? And I'm it's like, been him. I'm like, okay, like Kobe I've, was what five and two, but he wasn't the best player on three of those teams. And all of those teams that he won, but that's not the point. <laughs> And then he single-handedly was the reason they lost both of the time. <laughs> like, how do you know? Like, how are you that bad? Like, he has no memorable finals. <laughs> uh, oh one. Shut the hell up! No, he doesn't. Nobody remembers Kobe from oh one. They remember Shaq dunking on the Kimbe. Okay, we remember we remember games from Kobe. We don't remember his final no, series we, from oh one. We remember Shaq dunking on the Kimbe and AI stepping over Lou. Nobody gives a shit about Kobe. Son, Kobe said he was going to come in and rip their hearts out. He said that about his home city. And then they hated him ever since. Only thing people remember in 01 was when he went against the Spurs, he was fire. Nobody remembers him in the finals. But then in 2000, what? He won game four? Like, he helped that happen? Okay. Like, they weren't going to win regardless. Shaq is Shaq. He was getting 38 and 16. They were getting a dub regardless. Then, didn't in O two he dunked on Keith Van Horn? That was memorable. And, if you want, and remember. Shaq did thirty three and fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> and put Keith Van Horn, McCullough, and any other fucking person in the paint in the hoop. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to think in O nine. I really don't remember anything from that finals. The only thing I remember is Courtney Lee missing that layup that could have won them the game. Yeah, and then in 2010, I remember Perkins got hurt. I remember Game Seven. Kobe had the worst Game Seven ever, <laughs> and then they and they still won. And I was like, "Wow, fuck the Lakers!" Because Ronald tested a crazy three. Was like, "Oh, he was six for 24, had <laughs> like 10 rebounds." <laughs> Kobe was horrible. <laughs> It's <laughs> not even thirty percent, bro. Every time I see Kobe play, I remember the Utah Jazz and their balls. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, you're an atrocious basketball player. I'm not agreeing <laughs> with any of these statements. In these clutch moments, okay, I remember him getting beat by the Suns twice in a row. Kobe did blow three <laughs> one lead, and you know people. exactly how. You're supposed to be a killer. <laughs> but that dude so overrated. But shout out to Kobe. But yeah, Steph Curry is top 10 right now. Uh, yeah, let me think. Um, are we just talking straight skill set? I guess. Whatever you want to I mean, criteria, he's top 10, bro. Anthony Davis. Okay. You saying he's better than Steph Curry? I'm just saying you can make an argument. Yeah, you can. Um, LeBron definitely, Kawhi Leonard definitely, KD definitely. You could say Westbrook and Harden maybe. That's what five, six, six. Um, John Wall's better on defense. Like, I don't know how big the gap is between him and the wall on offense. So. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, Wall did get 23 a game last year. Yep, and Wall shots improving. So, I mean, you, you can make an argument, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in top, he's obviously top ten in the league, two time MVP. Um, two time champ, even though he has no final MVP. He should have won the first year. He should have. <laughs> they should have gave it to LeBron. Nah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> LeBron was going to be Jay West. I imagine y'all really was like, yo, Iguodala, stop LeBron. Y'all really said that. <laughs> LeBron led everybody in every statistic. And you said, y'all really fixed your mouth to say, Iguodala, stop LeBron. <laughs> y'all are stupid. Then y'all trying to say Kyrie deserved the MVP. Y'all are stupid. I wasn't in that yard, by the way. No, you was in the yard that said that LeBron was going to lose, and then he didn't. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and I got Jordan memed, and I had to play F Steph Curry on the podcast. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I had to buy someone a bottle. He told me he still hasn't drank that bottle yet, surprisingly. <laughs> yes. So yeah, man. Um, that's that's a funny statement, though. So I mean, I'm sure he has some kind of fake basketball statistic to back that up. Uh, you know. What I else? I don't remember. I don't really remember caring about what Dante Jones thought anyway. So. All right. So, before we get back, we got to talk a little football, bro. Okay. Thank God I was in, you know, New Orleans. I didn't see not one down of that Redskin-Ravens game. And I'm glad. I would have been pissed. I heard we just didn't do anything. But whatever. It's in the past. Um, What else is going on? You got Jay Cutler finessing his way into the NFL again. The great one. How was he great, bro? He's only won one playoff game. He got to the NFC Championship, though. He has one winning season. He got to the NFC Championship, though. That Bears team was loaded, bro. Shut the hell up. It was not loaded. (laughs) Defense was fire. No, it wasn't. That defense was not fire. That defense was serviceable. Are you serious? His arm, the cannon that it is, led them to those victories. Like, but, um, his best statistical season, they went six and ten, yo. Okay, that's just more about his defense than him. Um, Jay Cutler is the new era Brett Favre. No, he's a new Jeff George. He's <laughs> off talent. It's not off. He, he's got a strong arm. Sometimes yeah, he throws interceptions. Talent. Because he he thinks he can make that play, and I'd rather have a person who thinks he can make that play than Alex Smith. What has Alex Smith led the team to? Say that again. Nothing. I said, what has Alex Smith led the team to? NFC Championship game. When? Twenty eleven. I thought Cap played that. Cap played twenty twelve, not twenty eleven. 
didn't he lose though? Yeah, he lost to the Giants who won the Super Bowl. Exactly. And it wasn't because he was injured. He lost because he lost. And then he got his job taken by a guy who can't even throw the ball like that. And that guy deserves to be in the league over Jay Cutler, who said he wasn't even he didn't want to play anymore. He the got man 30 has touchdowns. He threw thirty touchdowns in the season before. Has cap? No. Has cap scored thirty touchdowns in the season? No. Okay, then. Next topic. Okay. Um, who's got a stronger arm? All I know has a stronger arm. Who makes all the throws? Who is actually enthused about like a game? Like I don't give a damn if you're enthused or not. I mean, there's certain people who are like really eager to play basketball, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh man, I love the game. Like, you know, Isaiah Thomas can work hard, works his ass off, right? But if you had a chance to get Isaiah Thomas right now on his prime, or Allen Iverson right now in his prime, who would you pick? Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> I'm joking. You're stupid. Allen Iverson, even if he didn't come to practice, because he was still getting 31 a game. Like, so, I mean, I don't care about your attitude. I mean, the Dolphins have a stacked team when you look at it right now. Ajayi, Stills, Parker, Landry. Shout out um, my man Jarvis. He's ass. but he Are you serious, Bryce? We're not going to keep How doing How many yards this. per catch he get? Seven and a half. He gets seven and a half yards for real. <laughs> I feel How like you exaggerating, he bro. Game. How many touchdowns he gets a season? Four. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then on that defense, with Sue he gets twelve them. yards a catch. You bum. <laughs> <laughs> you really looked it up. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. I got like twenty yards a catch. So what's your point? Yeah, ninety-four <laughs> receptions, hundred. 1,136 yards. 94 sevens and only got 1,100 some yards. It's despicable. <laughs> but, um, um, that defense got a lot of playmakers and, and good players. So he's going to beat the Patriots one game this year. I mean, we'll see. The greatest thing that happened to them was Tannehill going down for the year. Because then they signed the best quarterback they could get. It's a shame. One thing I learned at NABJ, I, I really don't think Kaepernick's ever come back in the league, bro. Well, I mean, Cap, I mean, Cap knew the consequences for what he was going to stand up for. Yeah. Nail for, technically. So, I mean, I think he's really prepared to face those consequences, even though he shouldn't have any consequences. But, I mean, obviously, he does have some. But, um,. I hope that he does get back in the league. And I think that's the point. Like I think I think players should champion him to get in the league. Yeah. But I can't They're just not it. as unified as the NF, as the NBA is in terms of what they can and can't do. So we'll see. Um, you got Sherm not Sherman, uh Michael Bennett and Marshawn Lynch. Corner Lynch, she's never stood up for the national anthem ever in the NFL. I'm like, there's no way we didn't know that for 11 years, him not standing up for the national. Oh, it could. I mean, thing with Lynch, I mean, one, even when he I mean, when he wasn't in Seattle, he was in Buffalo, right? Right. 
Buffalo was a horrible team. No one even gave a shit about Marshawn Lynch playing. I did. I said, that guy can play. He's like Steven Jackson esque. Um, but he didn't have a big I mean, he didn't have the media thing, so he didn't have like a big um a big voice. The Bills were garbage and he was injured a lot. So he no one really paid him any attention. I mean, shoot, if I had a broken leg and I sat down for the national anthem, would you even care? No. Say shoot, he's got a broken leg. Maybe he just not he can't stand. And then he, when he got to Seattle, by the time he got to Seattle, it was his cool, like it was his like stitch to, um, you know, pretty much go the opposite. So he didn't talk to the media, you know what I'm saying? So they're like, so they seen him not stand up. I mean, shoot, that's part of his mo. You know, it's just highlighted now because people are actually looking at that as a form of protest. Right. So, I mean, you know, hopefully it all goes well. We'll see. So before we get up out of here, bro, we got to talk that new music. Were you able to listen to anything that I sent you? Yeah, man. First uh, up, shout out to Ch- shout out. DMV native Chaz French. Him and Primo are my two favorite DMV rappers right now. Um, um, Wale, you still my favorite. I'm just saying, like, up and, like Wale is clearly the, my favorite overall. But like, go, Link. Primo and Chaz are my two, like, new guys. I, I'm a Gold Link fan, so. So, yeah, what's your thoughts to the album, bro? Um, I think it was cool. Shout out to Big G being on, that, on the record. That was huge. Um, shout out to him. Um, obviously, him and I mean, Glizzy being on the record shows, you know, a little like, unification front. So, so what's up? I like it. I like, you know, love and support. Don't know why you had currency on there. Currency, <laughs> like the hot spitter. Um, it was kind of long. Like, when you compared it to Golding album. Like, I feel like Golding album played shorter. Or felt like it was shorter. That's This fair. album felt like it went on for a minute. Like, I remember listening to it and thinking, am I still listening to this album? So it was it was cool though, but I mean obviously I don't think it was like a beast, but I think Golden's album was better. But I like this one better cool. than Golden album. That's just me. I like Chaz more than Golden. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't collab because they've collabed on his previous two mixtapes. So I was like, oh no, Golden. Um, I love the drink. Started up with Casey Veggies. So are we. That record's tough. Yeah, I'm not a Casey Veggies fan. Uh, America with Eddie Vans. Uh, just kind of seeing their collaborations grow over his his career was cool. Pops, I like that. And then the outro, like this, this is a couple of drinks I really bang with. This heavy, so shout out Chaz French True Colors. Shout out, BJ, shout out BJ the Chicago kid. Fire! He always appears on random hooks. Be killing him. So yeah, shout out Chaz. Did you finally listen to my main man Tone Stiff though? I did. Survey says. Um, um, the project was short. Well, obviously compared to the Chaz French one. Yeah, definitely. So I was 
was like, oh, okay, I like I like when new artists give me something short to listen to, because like I don't feel like I'm taxing myself to finish their product. So it was alright, you know. Birthday at midnight was dope. I said I like that. Every hour was nice, but I mean it was cool. It just wasn't like I don't think they had too like too much stand up. Like you don't. I'm not going to be like. Yo, you heard this? I'm like, uh, That's uh, fair. I I can respect that. Me, birthday midnight was dope. Mo Freaky was fire, bro. Like that joint, man. Uh, um, I that record a lot. I like uh, that girl. She had um, Tiger on that Miss California joint. Yeah, that actually would have been cool. That would have been cool. So, um, I rock with that. That's that's pretty much the only R and B I've been listening to lately. That and Scissor. So shout out Tone. And then, did you hear Kirk Cobain's bro? I do not listen to Kirk Cobain's bro. See, I did. <laughs> I, he had that one drink. He had that Fat Joe. That record he was on with Fat Joe. That was fire. Yeah. But other than that, um, Kirk Cobain, nah, I'm not listening to you, bro. Shut up. To me, I like Kirk Cobain's tape. It it could be his most complete tape for it. There's only one record I didn't like. No features. Kirk Cobain's a fake Bryson without the star power. I thought you would have said a fake Drake, but all right. I mean, he no, like, because cause he ain't even get to the fake singing level of Drake yet. Uh, his previous work I could play you would have you saying otherwise name me three hits go uh, show you what your name is drinking my cup those are the only hits you lost and sh- and I don't know what the first one I did hear drinking my cup before but the first one definitely didn't hear so you lost so I heard the first one on- I didn't like the first one but drinking my cup got me on him <laughs> He ain't even on. He can't be being anywhere near the Drake level of fake singing. So, nah. But the records <laughs> I like, uh, with your girlfriend taking pictures, um, compatible, phone down, vent four. Those are some of my early favorites. I was riding that and back from work today. So yeah, I might play a record. Nah, you don't. I don't think you want to hear Kirk go to end the podcast. I'll find something else to play. No. <laughs> Kane down. Kirk bangs. But yeah, man. So I think that's it. We'll probably drop this tomorrow or whatever. You need to start applying to these jobs. Shout out to the NFL. Yes, sir. Suspended Ezekiel He already appealed it. I don't, I don't care. Suspend them six games still. And then don't lose the appeal. Or, like, you know, screw the Cowboys. So, yeah, man, any uh, shout-outs, you know, for the people, for the hood? Shout-out to the Skins. Hopefully, I have a successful preseason. And shout out to me because my transfer won't take on big, but they can miss.
Both of them. And I'm about to get every single die. It is over. It's game time. I'm already doing mock drafts. It's on. Bro, at the end of the day, blood. your team isn't going to be better than my team. Your team. If you ask your players, your team is going to fail. Unless Jesus gives you two star running backs on waivers against. I mean, the last time the Lord picked my team, it was actually a really good team. Then they just all got injured. Then when I picked my team, I was in the championship game. (laughs) And you lost. One, I shouldn't have even been in the championship game. But, you know, shout out the Ravens-Patriots matchup because it blessed your boy. I won by, like, two points, bruh. I was down 15 and won by two. Real legend. Who would you have I had Martellus yeah. Bennett. I had uh, who did I have? I had Martellus Bennett. I had someone. I want to say some receiver or some. I don't know who I had, but I ended up winning. It was great. I told you guys, Matt Forte is gonna come through. I ain't believe me. He worked out for like three weeks, bro. I finessed <laughs> Jay Ajayi because I was like, yo, man, I got TJ Yeldon. He trash, bro. I'm like, nah, he tough. Nah, he trash. All right, yeah, you right here is trash. Jay Ajayi, <laughs> huh? Why not? 200 yards. Let's go. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm going to do. I mean, like, I got my. You got. Who's your sleeper? Oh, yeah. And I had Justin Tucker. That's how I was getting points. Shout out my oh, okay. man. Don't let me get him because he cooked, bruh. He's great. Who's your sleeper pick? Sure, let me get Justin Tucker again. Um, You was mad. You, you was mean, like, how is a kicker getting you 10 points? He's a kicker. Like 12 points a week. I was like, <laughs> He'll be. That's how I won because it was a field goal game. Because the freaking Ravens offense sucks. They just kept kicking field goals. And he was making them, bruh. <laughs> Long as field goes, and then it was like five points. Five points. Like, you Yo, can't get mad just... at me. Get mad at the team. They suck, man. Ravens jaw ass. But um, anyway, um, give me give me a rece- a quarterback, running back, and a receiver. That's a sleeper. Yeah, that's a sleeper. Why well, receivers gonna think... be deep this year? I think a lot of there's gonna be a lot of good receivers. Uh, of course, especially if they all stay healthy. Sleeper. Um, I don't want to be biased, but Pryor or Dotson gonna do numbers. <laughs> Running back, uh, that's a sleeper. I think he's gonna start out slow, but um, my I see his I see him. I can't think of his name. The two sleepers running back are the rookies. Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Mm. They're going to do work. As long as, of course, health, health aside, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll do work. Quarterback? Uh, I'm trying to think who's considered a sleeper, though. Yeah, that's hard. I think Andy Dalton could be one because A.J. Mm. Green's back. And then they got the dude that ran a 4-2. Oh, yeah, John Ross. Yeah, that could be something. Mm. I think 
I think my my sleeping receiver right now. I don't know if he's technically a sleeper, but based on what he didn't do last year and what he hasn't really done that often, I'm gonna pick Kelvin Benjamin. I had him last year. Remember, I was like, Kelvin Benjamin gonna do work. He hey, did do work, and then he shit. just started to suck mid year. Like <laughs> that dude was garbage. He gained super he's... weight, bro. He was like a lineman, bro, playing receiver. <laughs> I think he's gonna do something this year. But um, if I'm not gonna pick him, then I gotta pick um, what's that guy's name? I'm gonna pick um, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, Sammy. That's crazy. The Bills traded him. He's because I think the Rams' offense is gonna look better. To, thanks to McVay. Yeah. Um, my my sleeping running back is probably probably a rookie. I'm gonna go with Fournette. Because I think he's going to get a lot of runs because Blake Bortles sucks. He's so trash. I saw that clip Allen Robinson was like. <laughs> I guess it keep it in bounds. Damn. Golly. But what's crazy, <laughs> like, golly, they so quietly bad. have a really good duo at wide receiver. They do. Not quietly. They have a beast duo at wide receiver. And they got – um. Julius Thomas and I think Mercedes Lewis still a Titan. So, and Fortnite at running back. Like, if they had a competent quarterback, they would be nice. So, I think Fortnite's going to get an opportunity to get a lot of those yards, especially in the short down situation and get those touchdowns at the goal line. And for my quarterback, I'm going to have to go with the great one, Jay Cutler, man. <laughs> Like, I think Jay Cutler throws for 4,000 yards this year. 4,000 yards. He better give Jarvis 10 touchdowns, bro. I think he's getting 4,000 yards, 25 to 30 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. If you can give Jarvis, like, 8, 9 touchdowns, I'm okay. Jarvis can't catch 8, 9 touchdowns if the Lord gave them to him. Bro, you can go <laughs> kick rocks. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, Odell is a touchdown machine. But Jarvis can't get in the end zone. But Jarvis <laughs> gets yards. Life. Exactly. Jarvis gets all them, like, a lot of catches and a lot of short yardage plays. He's but he don't make no man. big plays. So, yeah, I think I think them. I think the Dolphins get to the playoffs this year. More yards, better average. <laughs> they have the same number of catches in their career so far. But. Jarvis wasn't touted like Odell was. Though. I mean, Jarvis was more touted than Odell. I'm not sure about that. Jarvis was more the go-to receiver at at LSU. Speaking of Odell, preseason. that catch, bruh, fire. Nobody cares. It was the preseason. Bruh, Practice that catch preseason. is crazy, dog. Doesn't matter. As long as he doesn't do it to the Redskins this year, we're okay. <laughs> I agree Yo, with that. bro, how did they beat us, man? <laughs> with the second game? Yeah, man. Kirk Cousins Kirk threw Cousins picks. His ass, bro. Kirk Cousins is going to have a great fantasy football year, but he's going to be ass at the wrong times. <laughs> I can tell. Kirk, yeah, I think he might be a sleeper for real. He might mess around and throw 5,000. He's not a sleeper. He was the fifth. Ranked quarterback in the fantasy last year. 
he was a sleeper last year. He ain't a sleeper this year. And he's the white Vic, so he's going to get the running touchdowns. <laughs> the white Vic, okay. <laughs> you say so. All right. All right, you did your shout outs, right? Mm-hmm. All right, me, shout out any and everyone who listened. Shout out everyone I was able to meet at NABJ this year. Uh, shout out to the contacts that are hitting me back, and I got an email after I, we do this podcast. Um, if you listen, we appreciate you. Rob does. I know I do. Like, subscribe, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Tell your friends to do the same thing and then get them to tell their friends and let the wave continue. I don't know what song we're going to play, so whatever we play, that's just what it's going to be. And, um, yeah, I think that's that'll do it. That's it, bro. We lit. And hopefully we give you more consistent episodes. That's one thing I learned at the podcast panel I went to at NABJ is just try to be more consistent and figure out what's your niche and then let it grow and then continue it and keep working. So yeah. We out here. Gang gang gang. Spell spell niche. Gang 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 gang. Niche. P Y W. You probably actually spell like that. <laughs> we nah, know y'all. Although we have certain ain't, friends who spell like ain't that. Ain't used to spelling. Like <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But yeah, guys, until next time. Peace. Taylor about the fucking flex. Girl, you know you're way too fine for that. To be dealing with these niggas, that's gonna waste your time. Dealing with these lame studies in your life See, listen, girl, you deserve better Girl, I know you got a standards And you know I'm on a whole nother level I think that is why you could be special And girl, you got the juice by the card Got me sidestepping hoes like I'm James Harden Finger rolling J's, make me hot in a Marshall Girl, your body's not like Gina, I could be on Martin Now, I won't lie, you know this is new for me Cause ain't nobody made me feel this way Focusing the tonight. So, girl, you got me feeling like Brady. Feeling like I can't lose it. And baby, when I touch down, I'm a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, girl, you got me feeling like Brady. Feeling like I can't lose it. And baby, when I touch down, I'm a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't really care who knows. I don't really care who knows. Baby, when you so don't let nobody else tell you different yeah. And even though your girlfriend know That what we got here is gold So baby, ain't no need for second guessing What we got right here is showing up a blessing yeah. Touch it, touch it, down, down I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah Take it, take it, down, down I'ma take it, take it, down, down, yeah Touch it, touch it, down, down. I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah. Girl, you got me feeling like I'm in my own league. Feeling like I got five rings. Feeling
feeling like the champ, got me feeling like the dying, yeah. And I love the way you looking on my arm, yeah. If it's for for long, I'm going for it hey, time. And don't trip about them hoes on the sideline. Cause together, girl, we could do a major. Get together, I think we could front page it. Together, we could run it up, yeah. Cause I got what you need, got what you want, babe. And when you throw it back, I cannot front, yeah. I love, I love the way you put it on, on a Sunday, and when we hit the strip, we rip the runway. I be feeling like crazy, driving you crazy, yeah, yeah, driving you crazy, yeah. Touch it, touch it, down, down. I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah. I'ma take it, take it, down, down. I'ma take it, take it, down, down, yeah. I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah. I'ma touch it, touch it, down, down, yeah. 